we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello everybody, this is Gregory and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today. As I'm drinking my poor, dark Chinese tea, fermented black tea. Imagine kombucha with no sugar. It's more like a, it's almost us at coffee. If, you, if any of you want to get into tea, because I'm a big tea junkie, I like I drink a variety of loose leaf teas. If you're if you're one of those like coffee people who wants to make a transition into teas and doesn't know a lot about teas, I would recommend you go into the dark teas. Because dark teas taste almost like the arabica bean. It's, it's a good transition. All right, today we're gonna go old school 2017 and talk about do cell phones affect sperm motility. We've done EMF radiation episodes here and there. It was mostly a lot in the in the 2016, 2017, 2018 range back when this was called Holistic Health News. And we've kind of went away from that from the last few years, but I thought it'd be good to do a refresher. We're not going to do an overall episode on the effects that cell phones or EMF radiation, non-ionizing radiation may have on our body. Because I have episodes here and there, and then I'll try to put them in the links in the episode notes. But if not, you can go to the website, Naturopathic Earth, and type in EMF or cell phone, and you'll see the five or six episodes that pop up. Or you can just scroll down in your feed. But understand that like on the iPhone, or at least on my iPhone, uh, it only contains the last 300 episodes on the scroll feed. So when you feed down, it's not going to go to episode 46 that I did way back in 2016. So uh, just understand that. And look. We're going to talk about fertility, but we'll, we'll kind of do a review of all of them later on. We're going to glean, like we did in the old days, from EWG.org, Environmental Working Group. EWG is one of my favorite consumer watchdog groups. They're probably most famous for publishing the Dirty Dozen, which is a list, an annual list of the most pesticide-laden produce that we have. They're also known for their app called Skin Deep which I recommend all women get. It is an app where you can type in your lotion, your shampoo, and it gives a rating on how toxic it is. They do a lot of really good work. So, Cell phone use and exposure to radio frequency radiation can harm male fertility, according to a new study. This study by Korean scientists concludes that cell phone use is linked to lower overall sperm quality, its motility, viability, and concentration. And it's worse for men with high cell usage. Roughly 1 in 10 men in the U.S. is infertile. Now before we continue, we did an episode not that long ago. I think we've done two on these. Let me drink this tea before it gets too cold. About how sperm quantity has dropped 50% in the last 40 years. Now I guess it would be 45 years since I did the original episode. And this should be in the front page of it every national newspaper you would think right but why isn't it well some would argue that it's the population control agenda that is it, it, it used to be a little more underground certainly 100 years ago with the eugenics movement it was is more underground with margaret sanger 
or connections to the Nazis. But then when the Nazis kind of gave it a, quote, bad reputation, close quote, uh, with the, fi- the the Holocaust, with the final solution, it went underground. And then you saw it in the 1950s and 60s with the think tanks like the Club of Rome and the Bilderberg and some of these places that would issue white papers talking about how the world's up- overpopulated. And then you got into the 70s where it was really ratcheted up with books like Paul Ehrlich's Population Time Bomb and all these neo-Malthusiasts that were coming out and said that they were going to run out of food in the 1990s. And of course, this coincided when abortion became legal in 1973. And so you've seen essentially this, this idea and a, a corollary or offshoot of this would be the environmental danger, climate climate change. You know, they used to say global warming. Now they don't call it that climate change because that that's really the same thing right so if if you believe that we are the problem in causing the climate to change then the next logical step is get rid of people so climate endangerment whatever you want to call it it's just an offshoot of neo-malthusian population control so the fact that these Endocrine disruptors, these chemicals, all these things, these xenoestrogens that have been laced, leached into our water and into our house and into our food. One of its byproducts is that it's cutting our sperm in half. Fits that agenda pretty well, doesn't it? Roughly one in 10 men in the U.S. are infertile. Now, that, that is based on having unprotected sex. If I'm not mistaken, I think it's two years. It's either one year or two years, and the woman doesn't conceive. And then that's when they consider that couple to be infertile. To reduce your exposure to potentially harmful exposure to radiation from wireless devices, this is what you do. And then they have a little uh, sheet, a little download you can do. Cell phones emit radio frequency radiation, a type of electromagnetic waves that studies show is linked to brain and salivary gland tumors, behavioral problems in children, and neurological problems. Earlier research has shown that very high exposure to radiofrequency radiation can damage eyeballs and testicles. EWG has highlighted concerns about cell phone usage and health harms before conducting a review of existing research literature through 2012. Ten years ago, researchers were looking at sperm quality relative to whether study participants used a cell phone or not. Back then in 2012, just 35% of American adults used a cell phone, but usage has exploded in the past decade. Nearly 72% of Americans were estimated to use a smartphone in 2021, and 97% owned some type of cell phone. EWG research found unambiguous statements in 10 studies about the changes to sperm caused by cell phone radiation. A scientific review published by the University of Exeter researchers in 2014 documented studies showing that men who kept their phones in their pocket or at their waist had lower sperm motility and viability than those who did not. I remember there was a big study out of the University of Washington, UW, probably about 10 years ago about the effects of cell phone radiation, but it's not quoted in the study. But you might want to look that one up. The Korean scientists' new study is an important update to our review. Their new meta-analysis integrated findings from 18 peer-reviewed studies, including about 4,000 sperm samples. The study was published in November in the peer-reviewed journal Environmental Research. So you can look it up or look it up on PubMed. The new study examines the impact of the duration of cell phone use on sperm quality, a more accurate reflection of how prevalent cell phone use is today. The authors can see the new study is not perfect. One limitation is the complicating variables introduced by lifestyle factors such as smoking, excess weight, alcohol consumption, and the use of tight underwear that might also harm 
sperm quality. Yeah, all those things do that. And they failed to mention all the xenoestrogens that like we find in plastics, for example, fake estrogens. Another limitation is the meta-analysis included research that combined the effects of cell phone use and other sources of exposure to radio frequency radiation like wireless internet and Wi-Fi use. So it's difficult to determine the effects precisely. Quote, oh, I'm sorry, the conclusion that exposure to cell phone radiation poses a risk to men's reproductive health is valid nonetheless. So even if it's not from the phone, it's from your router, it's from like any time we walk into an office building and there's like, what, 20 to 50 of these things on, depending, you know, every office has their own on. The impact of cell phones on male fertility is likely to grow as more people become regular users of smartphones from an earlier age and for longer duration. Long-term cell phone use is, quote, a factor that must be considered as a, as a cause of sperm quality reduction. The thing is, and I've talked about this in those past episodes, is that we don't have longitudinal studies of the effect of filling the blank on the body. Uh, we, we talked about this in the fluoride episodes back in 2017, 2018, fluoridated water. It, it, all these things, whether well, it be like, well, there's only one millimeter per parts per milliliter of a drop of fluoride in the water, and, and you know, this doesn't have any effects, or with cell phones. It's the same thing. We, we've only had cell phones. Smartphones came out about 2007. 15 years is not a long time. So we don't have, what does 50 years of having a smartphone and electromagnetic radiation come from routers and whatnot do to the body long term? No one can say they know this because we really haven't had this technology longer than 20 years. Sure, I mean, you know, back in the 80s and 90s, you had those gigantic phones. But most people didn't have them. So we don't know the effect. And anyone who says they do know, for example, these are these are harmless, are liars because we don't have longitudinal studies. They could say, well, the study, this study about this year, this year, they could say that. And we know that big telecom, if you read the inserts that come with the phone, like from, from Apple or wherever, they will obfuscate pretty well what, what, the, what the dangers are, if there are any dangers. They'll, they'll be like, well, it's possible, but not really possible. I don't know. And so they, they want to cover themselves just in case. Because imagine if there was some, and there's not a lot of these, some independent think tanker. Let's say the government, which would never do this because the lobbyists for big telecom are way too strong. But let's say a government from some country, Malta or somewhere, or heaven forbid the United States were to do a thorough investigation, like an Elliot Ness, not corrupt organization that were to go in and they were to find out that cell phones are super bad for our health, for lack of a better adjective, super bad. They're super bad for our health. The lawsuits would be coming up the wazoo from pretty much everybody who has a phone. Right, so that by this point you have to double down. There's a vested interest to maintain the lie. There's nothing wrong. There's no dangers, but the studies shut up. Shut up. What can you do? We need stronger standards to protect everyone, and especially children, from harmful cell phone radiation. EWG Research has recommended new radio frequency radiation exposure standards for both children and adults as a revision to very outdated standards from the FCC. For now, boys and men should make every effort to protect their sperm quality by minimizing their cell phone use and avoiding carrying their phone in their pockets. So, it's a short article here. Let me tell you what, what I do. And let me, let me tell you some of the other studies. The higher rate of acoustic neuroma and neuroblastoma. These are types of, of cancers of the brain. We know Johnny Cochran, the famed attorney of OJ, died from brain tumors, um, arguably linked 
to the excessive use he, he had on cell phones. You can see studies and you can find a lot of these on YouTube, uh, the effects of, of cell phone radiation, what it does to your cranium, how the waves penetrate into your brain. And there's studies about how there's a higher rate of breast cancer for women who put their cell phones in their bra. There's a higher rate of hip fractures for men. Remember back like 10 years ago, we used to we used to carry our phones on our, those whole like those those belt clips. Remember that was very big back then, like when we had the BlackBerry and all those higher rate of hip fractures. So if you look, you'll find it. So what can you do? I'll tell you what I do. And I, you know, look, there was a time like 15 years ago, like I would find, I, like, I, I probably like, oh, I think my ex-wife gave me an iPhone 3. That must have been like in 2010. And I, I, I got, I think it was a company called Pong. I don't know if that was the same thing, name of the company that used to do the video game in the 1970s. But you'll find places online that sell like cell phone covers that reduce radiation and they funnel it out a certain way. You know, I don't know if they're, if they're, actually work i'll tell you what i do i turn off my 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 router and wi-fi every night now i think this is important to do but the houses around you are emitting theirs like when i look at my phone when i wake up i see everybody else's pop up on my phone and not mine so i mean understand you're still getting it but at least it's not emanating out of your house um when i am with my phone and you know all honesty i have an iphone 8 uh, this phone is five years old but it still works I turn it off every night. I'm, I'm sorry. I put on airplane mode because I do listen to podcasts at half speed if I can't sleep because I do have insomnia. So I have it on airplane mode, so it's not emitting any radiation. And during the day, I have it at least at least a feet away from my body. So if I'm sitting, it's on a desk, but it's further away. And even when I'm not using it, I clearly don't have it near me. I don't need to have it near me. And then, like, if I am talking on the phone to somebody, I plug in. I don't even have the uh, the earpods. We have an episode here how they actually emit more radiation than if you just plug them in. So I have the old plug-in ones, and also it's just the pragmatist in me. I'm like, I can buy the plug-in ones for like twenty-two dollars, and I can get six of these for the same price as those earpods. So that's another reason I don't get them. But I'll I'll keep the phone far from me when I'm talking to somebody. You don't need it near your body. You never need it near your body. So then when I jump in my car, I'll hold it in my hand and then put it in the passenger seat when I hook it up to the Bluetooth in the car so I have it far away. And then if someone calls, which we know, let's be honest, people rarely ever call anymore. Everyone's always texting. But if somebody calls, I'm not getting the radiation because it's further away. One of the ways you get a lot of radiation from your cell phone is when you're talking on the phone at fast distances in a car because the next to your head so let me be clear so like you're, you're talking to somebody and you have the phone next to your ear and you're going fast distances and the reason for that is that the cell phone's got to try harder to find re- reception by being pinging off different antennas and it's because you're moving you know 80 miles an hour or whatever it is so if you're in the car yes obviously most people have bluetooth at this point my car is so old it's 12 years old but i got it uh, i got one of those apple car things so it has bluetooth but keep the phone away from your body because if it's still like next to your hip or in your waist or something and you're, and you're using Bluetooth, it defeats the purpose. So please keep it away from you uh, as well. And so like so the majority of the day, the phone is never within a feet or two feet of me unless I'm carrying it from destination one to destination two. Even when I'm working out, 
I have wireless headphones, so I leave them, like I run an indoor track, so I'll keep it like, uh, you know, situated like on a, on a table and then go running and I get rid of the receptivity from the Wi-Fi. And then if I'm at a restaurant or a coffee shop, I put it on the table, but it's always two feet away from me. I always keep it away from me. So, I mean, you can make these little things. They, they take time to kind of like, like retrain yourself to do this, but it's possible to do these things. And look, if you want to go even more drastic, you can just keep it on airplane mode most of the day because when you flip it back on, you'll get all the messages and notifications and emails that you missed. And you think about like, what did we do? And this is what I tell like my nephews and stuff. Back when I was in high school, we didn't have email. We didn't have internet. We didn't have cell phones. And they'll be like, well, how, if you're at school and there was an emergency, what would, how, how would they reach you? I'm like, well, first of all, there were rarely ever emergencies. Secondly, they just call the school and the school intercoms you down and then you go down. So it's like, what, what are you losing? Like one to two minutes to go down to the office? So you could, the same analogy, you could just flip your phone on airplane mode most of the day. And then to flip it back off airplane mode like once an hour to see what messages you miss and then call those people or respond by text. It is possible. The, the issue is that we are so addicted to our phones that most people can't do this, right? How often do you see the zombie phone walkers everywhere you go, right? They're just zombie looking at their phone, looking down, not, not being vigilant or cognizant of what's going on around them, not being mindful. You see this. I mean, I see people on the track who are running while looking down on their phone. And of course, you see it like when they're on the elliptical or bicycle. I mean, they're going very slowly because they're watching Netflix on their phone or texting or whatever. So look, I mean, it's a separate topic, screen addiction, cell phone addiction, all these things. But when it comes to just your overall health, there's several studies that demonstrate that sperm motility is being affected. And some of you might be, Gregory, because the world's overpopulated. The world's not overpopulated. You could fit everybody. Look, if you don't believe me, talk to Elon Musk. Elon Musk has said this, but I've been saying this on the record on this podcast six years ago. You could fit everybody in the world in a 12 by foot, 12 by foot space. And everybody in the world would fit in the area of the state of Oregon. Now, granted, 12 by 12 feet, I mean, that's not a lot. And we're not accounting for like agricultural land to feed the people who are in these 12 by 12, by 12 feet space. But the idea that we're overpopulated is nonsensical. Even if you account for like physiological density and like the, the parts of the earth that are desert, whether dry desert like Antarctica or the Sahara or Gobi or wherever, there is enough fertile land. So we were propagandized way back in the 60s and 70s and 80s and even now to think the world's overpopulated to justify these draconian neo-Marxist uh, strategies and planning that have hurt us. And so now you look at We've contracepted and aborted ourselves out of extinction to a certain extent. The West, the white people in particular, are not necessarily the Muslims and the Africans. Those parts of the world are growing. But Western Civ is dying because we are killing ourselves because we fell for a lie that is not true. And ultimately care about your health. Because even if you don't care, let's say you're 50 and you don't want to have any more kids, all right, well, then look at the studies about brain tumors. Look at the studies about hip fractures. Look at the studies about how it affects our blood. I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there that we should be concerned about. So knowledge is power. Guys, last thing. Post a review if you haven't done so already. There's two links in the episode notes. One's for PayPal if you want to make a donation. And the other one is a link to the website, which hosts all these feeds where you might have to go to go back to 
the original episodes on cell phone radiation where I flesh out some other studies, the studies I have on fluoride as well, the two-part series on fluoride, the three-part series on plastics. And Until next time, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time.